Hello and welcome. My name is Karina Rodriguez and this is The Metamorphosis Files, a podcast for women who are ready to come out of their shells and ready to grow in their personal lives as well as their professional lives. I hope that by sharing my journey of how I faced my fears head on will inspire you to take control of your life and build the life that you dream of by stepping out of your comfort zone and morphing into the best version of yourself. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Metamorphosis Files. I am going to go ahead and apologize now for the sound of my voice. I'm not sick, but I think it might be allergies. It's got my sinuses going nuts. It has been a beautiful day outside the last several days actually here in Arizona, Um, but it's been a bit windy and I've never really struggled with allergies before, but I don't know. I have no other explanation for why my sinuses are so stuffed up, but it is what it is. Just wanted to put that out there in case I sound funky. Anyway, today's topic, I want to talk about the importance of choosing your friends and acquaintances wisely. I want to really get you thinking about the company you're keeping and the type of friendships you're keeping as well. So I have four points that I want to share with you today. My first point is this. Make sure that the friendships that you have are currently serving you and the person you wish to become. Growing up, my mom used to say, Dime con quien andas y te digo quien eres. This translates roughly to tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. This is basically the same idea as the phrase, birds of a feather flock together. Essentially, the bottom line is that the people that you are surrounding yourself with are shaping who you are becoming. We've all heard the phrase that you become like the top five people you spend the most time with, but how often are we actually paying attention to that and editing the people that we communicate with and spend our time with? And I think it's important to say communicate because we don't always have to be sitting in the same room next to them. This can be a social media friend. This can be somebody you sit next to at work. It really is the type of people that you're communicating with and interacting with. I'm a firm believer in finding the right communities to help you grow, but I'll also be the first to say that finding the right kind of friends and communities is hard. I get it. I've always had a hard time making friends for as long as I can remember. I've never been one to have a large group of friends or a huge social circle, but the friends that I do have are quality ones. Shallow friendships don't interest me at all. I want the kind of friendships where we can check in on each other, raise each other up, cheer each other on when one of us has accomplished something, because that is so important. In my early 20s, I had friendships that solely revolved around going out and having a good time and talking about the latest drama in the group, but none of those friendships lasted. None of those friendships ever pushed me to become a better person. And when things in my life got rough, none of those friends were there to check in on me. The type of friendships that lasted were the ones where we both called each other out when making bad decisions, the ones where we both looked out for each other, the ones where we celebrated each other's accomplishments. Those are the type of friendships that truly make a difference. I'm sure you've heard the quote, iron sharpens iron. It's truly one of the most accurate quotes. 
if you're trying to excel in your career and be more positive, it's not going to help you to surround yourself with friends who have no ambition, who are stuck in a dead-end job, and who complain every second about their life without ever taking action to make a change. Those friendships aren't going to sharpen you. In fact, those friendships will actually drag you down. I challenge you to really look at your friendships and the people you're surrounding yourself with. Pay attention to how you feel when you're with certain friends, after you've spent time with friends, and after you've interacted with friends. Who leaves you feeling drained, feeling negative, or feeling down about yourself? And who leaves you feeling inspired, challenged, and excited about life? Pay attention to the differences between those friendships. My second point is this. Think about the type of friend that you're being because the universe will give you exactly what you're putting out. You need to be the type of friend that you wish you had. So when your friends get a promotion, start a business, or embark on a passion project, celebrate that. It doesn't go unnoticed. And if you find that you're not feeling happy when a friend has good news to share, explore that. Dig deep and ask yourself why. Are you feeling threatened by someone else's good news? Are you feeling jealousy? There's a reason you're feeling that and that you're not feeling joy for them. And oftentimes, it can be a result of comparison. One person's success doesn't mean that you can't have success too. And it doesn't mean that you're behind in life either. Every person is on a different timeline. Take some time to journal out your thoughts and feelings or speak with someone you truly trust wholeheartedly to figure out why you're feeling the way that you are. Because once you can get to the root of those feelings, you can work on yourself in order to be a great friend to others. My third point is get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I've said this before, but that saying just holds so much truth to it. So how do you go about finding friends that inspire you and help you grow? It's going to require action on your part. It's going to require that you go to your work networking events or even networking events outside of your work. It's going to require that you go to places and events that you normally wouldn't. It's going to require that you be confident and step out of your comfort zone to introduce yourself to other people. Because the truth of the matter is that sitting at home in your PJs scrolling social media probably isn't the best way to go about it. And I won't say it's impossible because I've definitely made internet friends that way, but I'm talking about real life, meaningful, and tangible friendships. But you have to be the one to extend your hand first and reach out and make those connections. So get used to that idea. Now, when we're talking about career advancement, if you don't already have friends in the same field as you, look for the coworkers or acquaintances who have been or already are in your shoes. This can be as easy as looking at your peers, looking around the office, or searching out the people in management. Successful people don't gatekeep. In fact, I've learned that the most successful people are often the ones that are happy to share and happy to mentor. It may feel awkward to you at first asking for help or asking for advice, but I promise you it's not. And the great thing is that more often than not, at least I have found this to be true in my life, These type of relationships usually end up becoming true, lasting friendships. And my fourth and final point is declutter who you follow on social media. 
It's easy to forget that what we consume on social media can affect our behavior. And even if we follow people who we may not know personally, we're watching their actions and listening to the words that they say. If you follow gossip magazine accounts, news accounts, and reality TV accounts, you're going to be consuming a lot of drama-filled, petty, low-vibe content. Instead, seek out the accounts that promote positivity and that teach you things that will help you grow as a person and in your career. Then mute or unfollow the people that seem to only post when they have something negative to say or want to complain about something. If the people you follow on social media were to one day magically turn into real friends standing in front of you, would you feel drained and uninspired or would you learn something new? Would you feel challenged to grow? At the end of the day, what you consume on social media plays a big role in the person that you become. Anyway, that's all I have for today. I hope this episode has challenged you to really take a look at who you're surrounding yourself with, the type of company you're keeping, and to ask yourself what type of friend you're being as well. Let me know if there's anything else you would add to this. I love hearing from you. And as always, don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and leave me a review. Until next time, bye friends.